Lowell Tuckerman along with Marco Ukalovich and Ryan Leong here in our Fremont studio. It is a pleasure to welcome Ben Ross, A's reporter from NBC Sports California. Ben was kind enough to join us a couple weeks ago here in studio on Bay Area Sports Wrap. And as we look ahead to the AL wildcard game on Wednesday in Oakland, let's bring on Ben to break it down. Ben, how you doing tonight? Hey, doing well. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time on this Sunday night. So, Ben, this past weekend was, I guess you could say, an emotional roller coaster for the Oakland A's. They had the interesting experience of celebrating a playoff berth Friday night after such a horrible loss. So I have to imagine this year's celebration, as opposed to last year when they made the playoffs, was probably more muted and a little bit more melancholy than usual. But Saturday, talk about a total load off of the Oakland A's back, clinching home field for the wild card. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the goal all along. You know, we figured at a certain point uh, that, you know, when the Astros started to take off that it was was probably going to be wild card or bust. And at that point, I think the A's made it their goal to at least get the top wild card spot, unlike last year when they had to go on the road to New York. This year, they get to have the game at the Coliseum. So I know they were very excited about that, and I think that certainly helps their chances. I mean, I think the Coliseum is going to be packed. They're expecting maybe over 50,000 there. So it's going to be a wild atmosphere. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and Ben, logistically, it is a huge advantage for any team to host the wild card game. If you look at the Rays, they've been on the road since September 26th. Now, I know that's not very long, but they've been in Toronto, another country, for the last three days. And then they had that uncertainty pretty much until Saturday night. That are, where are we do? What are we doing? Are we flying to Tampa Bay after Sunday? Are we flying to Oakland? So you have that hanging over their heads, and it became official late Saturday night, and they packed their bags. They're already in Oakland, so that's more time. They're not sleeping in their own beds, and they got to get geared up for the Oakland uh, matchup on Wednesday in the AL wildcard game. So this is a huge advantage for the A's, and I'll say it, there's almost no excuse now for the Oakland A's to lose another disappointing elimination game. The time is now for the A's to follow through and make a breakthrough. Yeah, look, I think that's probably how a lot of A's fans feel. Obviously, we know the history of this team in these winner-take-all games. It hasn't been great recently. I think they've lost eight in a row. You have to go back to the 70s for the last time they won one of these uh, winner-take-all games. So you're right. I mean, I think... The fan base is, is going to come out in force Wednesday night. As you said, the A's are, uh, as far as logistics and travel, they've got the advantage there. You know, they they get to fly back from Seattle, which is a lot closer, obviously, than Toronto, uh, where Tampa Bay is coming from. And, you know, they get to stay uh, on, the, on the same time zone and, and sleep in their own beds. Um, it's going to be a battle. Don't, I mean, obviously, we shouldn't underestimate this Rays team. They're, they're a really good team. They were good last year. Uh, Charlie Morton, who's going to be starting for Tampa Bay, has performed well this season, and especially against the A's. So I think it's going to be a really good game. But, yeah, I mean, this is it's certainly a better situation this year for the A's than last year when they had to go and face uh, that juggernaut Yankees team in New York. We're talking with Ben Ross, A's reporter from NBC Sports California, here on 860 AM The Answer, the radio home of the Oakland A's. 
So as you mentioned, the Rays have already announced Charlie Morton. Good to go for game one. And right now, there is, I guess you could call just a pause in the A's making a decision, which I think is coming, which is starting Sean Manaya. Ben, where do you stand with this? Are you of the belief they're leaning towards Manaya? Do you think they go fires? If you're not 100% sure, what would you lean towards? You know, I'm leaning towards Sean Manaya, but it wouldn't stun me if they went fires. I think it's pretty clear if they're going to go with the guy who's been the best, it has been Manaya. I mean, he's been pretty much unhittable this month. You know, he's only made the five starts this year uh, coming off that shoulder injury, but he's been phenomenal. You know, 4-0, and I think his ERA is like 1.21. Uh, fires has been good for the majority of the year, but... A little bit shaky down the stretch. Um, you know, four out of his last five starts in September were not great. I think his, his ERA was up around eight or nine. Obviously, the, the one start in Houston where he gave up nine runs is going to hurt that a little bit. But, you know, the only reason I, I wouldn't rule out fires is this is a franchise that likes to think outside the box a little bit. And, you know, if they want to roll the dice, fires has been really good at the Coliseum this year not necessarily so good on the road. And if you're potentially looking ahead to an ALDS matchup with Houston, we know that that ballpark has given him some trouble this year and and in his past. So if the A's do want to roll the dice, I'm sure they'd rather have Mania going in Houston than Fires, but I'm sort of of the belief that you can't afford to look ahead. you just got to win this game. And to me, John Mania gives you the best chance to do that. Hey, Ben, it's Ryan Leong here. Good to talk to you. Um, My question to you would be, the A's bullpen is a little different than last year's. And, of course, when they had the emergence and the debut for both A.J. Puck and Jesus Lazardo, where would you fit either one of those guys in the pen? And do you also see, in addition to those guys possibly being used, where does Frankie Montas fit into all this? Well, unfortunately, Montas won't be available. Uh, oh, that's right. I'm sorry, I forgot. I forgot. He got he got suspended. Of that. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he so, could come back, but he was he was he's out for that game. Sorry, my mistake. No, no, you're good, and it's going to be fun to have him next year. The, the rotation with all the guys you mentioned next year is going to look amazing. But no, I, I think Jesus Lazardo's done an incredible job uh, since getting called out. You know, you, you kind of forget he's still just 21 years old. I think he's worked his way right to the top of the bullpen. I mean, you got Liam Hendricks as the closer. To me, Jesus Lazardo is the, the next option that they would go to. So I think the formula the A's are maybe looking to use uh, is have you know have your starter go six or seven innings, have Lazardo come in after that, and kind of be the bridge to Hendricks in the ninth inning. So yeah, the bullpen is looking a lot better at this point of the year than it did earlier, just because you have some of those young arms like Puck and Lazardo, and even a JB Wendelkin uh, or a Chris Bassett who they moved to the bullpen as well. So they, they've got better options, I think, than they have for most of the year. Yeah, I f- forgive me that real quick. I mean, I, I, it's, you know, Montas was such an impactful person on the rotation that you almost forget that the, one of the stipulations of his suspension was the fact that he would be ineligible for the postseason. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you yeah. mentioned all those things, Ben. I just think the A's have so much more going for them now that, like Lowell said, I mean, do you, do you feel that it's going to be a little harsh if they don't make it past this, this game and, and end up you know, being in the ALDS against Houston? You know, I think it'll be disappointing, um, but I do think A's fans need to keep it in perspective. And, look, I understand that this is a fan base that's been patient. You know, it's been a long time since they not only won the World Series, but got to the World Series, and, and I definitely see that. So it would be disappointing if they lost this game, but you do have to keep it in perspective. To me, the A's next, so really the next 
two or three or even four years are going to be legitimate World Series contenders, possibly even more so than this year. I, you know, and I wouldn't rule them out this year, but I just think when you look forward uh, to to what they are going to have in the starting rotation next season and and for years beyond, I think that they're still a little bit ahead of schedule this year. I think they're really going to come into their own. Uh, in the next couple of seasons. We're talking to Ben Ross, the Oakland A's reporter for NBC Sports California, and we're previewing the Oakland A's Tampa Bay Rays wildcard game coming up on Wednesday night, 5 o'clock, at the Oakland Coliseum. And, Ben, Marco, you call it your eyes. I just wanted to ask you, because of the bullpen woes with the A's this season, is it going to be in their best interest to try to just out homer Tampa make this a big like a like an eight to five nine to six type of game or do you think that Manai if he starts can go that six seven innings and, and keep it a low scoring game for them I think honestly I am kind of expecting the latter you know assuming it is Manaya with how good he's been I, I think he can you know limit this this raise lineup to hopefully just one or two runs um, and then, as I said, hope, I think that the plan for Bob Melvin would probably be to go to Jesus Lozardo and then Liam Hendricks. Uh, obviously, I wouldn't be opposed to the A's scoring eight runs or, you know, getting the power bats going again, but it's going to be tough. Again, Charlie Morton was an all-star this year for a reason, uh, and he, he faced the A's twice, only gave up one run in 13 and a third inning. So he's, he's going to be a challenge himself. I, I'm kind of expecting a low-scoring game, something along the lines of 3-2 or 4-3. to um, And, you know, it's, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a nail-biter the whole way, and hopefully the A's can come out on top. Hey, Ben, one of the knocks on Melvin from his Diamondback days, Mariner days, and maybe even a little bit in Oakland, was he loves matchups, maybe a little too much. So with that said, when you look at how the A's are going to fill out this lineup for the wild-card game – you basically have a couple choices at second base with mm-hmm. uh, Noisy and Profar, and also one of the outfielders, the left fielder probably. You could go Canna, you could go Grossman, you could even go Brown there. I'm curious, when you look at those two, second base and left field, how, how do you think Melvin's going to play this? Is he going to go try to go with the lefties for each one? or you think he's going to maybe uh, deviate from that? You know, it's an interesting question. I actually just wrote an article uh, for NBC Sports California today kind of trying to project not only the, the roster but the starting lineup. Yeah, the A's do love to go with matchups. I think that's not just Melvin. I think, you know, that that's straight from the front office too. Um, at second base, I think for that reason, I would give the edge to Jerickson Profar. I know he's been a little bit shaky there defensively, and I think Sheldon Noisy will be on the roster, and, and you'll likely see him come in at some point as a defensive replacement uh, you know, in, in the later innings. But I, I think Profar, they like his left-handed bat. Kind of the same thing in left field. You know, Chad Pinder is, has been swinging the bat pretty well, and so you might think he'd be an option, but they, they rarely use him against right-handed pitching. So I think they'll probably keep him as a, as a pinch-hitting uh, option later in the game. And Seth Brown is sort of been struggling recently. So I, I kind of gave the edge there to Robbie Grossman, um, the veteran. But again, those are going to be some interesting decisions. I think Melvin certainly could go a lot of directions there. Uh, as far as Mark Canna, I think they like him in center and then Ramon Moriano in right. You know, it, it'll be interesting to see if Piscotti, Stephen Piscotti's on the roster. He, he played his first game today in more than a month uh, after, you know, suffering the high ankle sprain. 
little rusty, I'm sure. Hasn't really seen pitching in a while. So I, I don't think he'll be in the starting lineup, but it would be interesting to see if he's on the roster as a potential pinch hitter. That is Ben Ross from NBC Sports California, who covers the Oakland A's. You can follow him on Twitter at Ben Ross Tweets. Ben, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I look forward to seeing you on Wednesday, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, it's look, it's going to be nice. So thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Looking forward to it as well. All right, there he is, Ben Ross, NBC Sports California. Enjoy talking A's with him.